0: guys it's Simon. this is pro wrestling unlimited as it's friday and this is the wrestling wrap up a handful of news brought to you in one easy to watch video also my video is a little dark let's brighten that up that's too bright and there we go cool 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 we got a number of things to talk about in today's show we've got one two three four Five, six, seven, eight, nine stories to talk about. I want to say three of them kind of all blend together when we're talking AEW and injuries. So those may be just three or four quick hits. But we've got a total of nine different things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some news that came out in the Wrestling Observer newsletter about Brock Lesnar walking out on SmackDown last week. Speculation that Triple H could make some changes-ish, kind of a little... NXT not going to go back to NXT black and gold but we'll talk about what's speculated right now and a bunch of other things but with that I want to say thank you if you are watching live twitch.tv forward slash pw unlimited I also want to thank you if you're watching or listening later whether that's youtube.com forward slash pro wrestling unlimited or podcast services all around the globe like stitcher spotify anchor uh, iheart radio google pod apple pod and so much more now, if you are watching live, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription, just like Rosario9248 recently did, or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. You can subscribe with Amazon Prime, just like bruh. Mile 4 recently did. And remember, it doesn't even have to be your Amazon Prime account. You just take a Amazon Prime account. You leak it to your Twitch account. Bada bing, bada boom. your Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool stuff like free games. Free stuff for games. And they always give you a one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. I'd greatly appreciate it if you did it right here. Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But again, remember, it doesn't have to be... Your Amazon account, it can be anybody's, whether that's your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your grandma, your grandpa, your auntie, your uncle, anybody, anybody, anybody. But if you do follow us on YouTube, you can help us out by hitting that join button and becoming a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access to podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos, and so much more. Plus, you can get all of that but more directly support us and have it all in one easy-to-find area at patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited. We did put some exclusive news up there earlier this week that you may or may not have seen. And finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Whether you're buying a new game, buying an old game, claiming a free game, or getting bucks for the big WWE Epic Games collaboration, well... You're gonna get asked if you have a crater code, and that crater code is PW Unlimited. Trying to get V Bucks to get John Cena in Fortnite? Trying to get Show Bucks to get The Undertaker, Asuka, and Xavier Woods in Fall Guys? Trying to get those new Roman Reigns and John Cena skins for Rocket League? Well, you're gonna be asked if you have a crater code, and you do. It's right here. It's code PW Unlimited. Use that code at checkout either on the Epic Game Store or through your PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, or mobile device in some cases in the item shops to help us out. Doesn't cost you anything extra. Just put in the code, the creator code, PWUnlimited. But with that, our first story of the day first story of the day does have to do with Brock Lesnar. Now, last week at 4.05 Eastern in the afternoon, Vince McMahon sent out his retri- retirement tweet. And everyone's like, oh man, Vince is retired. Then not long after that, I think Brian Alvarez may have been the first one, correct me if I'm wrong on that, to tweet out, Brock Lesnar just left SmackDown. He just left the building. That's not a verbatim what he said, but it's you know, kind of what he said. Brock Lesnar's left. And I go, what? And then we get the word of, Brock's mad that Vince retired. He said, if he's not going to be here, I'm not going to be here. And then eventually we all know cooler heads prevailed and Vince, or and Brock did return. I want to say a little bit into SmackDown as we do have some news on this for Dave Meltzer in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. According to Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Meltzer, or Lesnar, walked out the moment word circulated backstage last week of Vince's retirement. Although details are exactly not quite 100%. It is said that Lesnar did return to the building at 8.30 p.m., more than seven hours after he walked out and 30 minutes after SmackDown went on the air. WWE management reportedly kept in constant touch with Lesnar following his walkout and, quote, made a deal with him to return. Meltzer did not specify what that deal was pertaining to a creative change or maybe offering Brock something different. There's still some uncertainty over the exact reason for Lesnar's walkout, whether he was just mad because Vince is gone and retired and this and that, or if there was something else. Quote, The only person who knows would never reveal what was in his mind when he left, is what Meltzer actually wrote. One source did tell The Observer that Lesnar and arguably is the biggest star in WWE and walking out hours after McMahon's retirement would have sent a, quote, terrible public message and created the perception that the company was, quote, in chaos in the post-McMahon era. As such, it was preemptive for Lesnar to appear on the show and WWE management was committed to making sure that happened. Upon returning to the TD Garden, Lesnar went out to the ring and destroyed Theory as we saw last week. Teasing, you know, I'm not going to let you use the briefcase. I'm going to beat you down with the briefcase and this and that. Uh, The final thing that Meltzer did state was that when Lesnar returned, he was, quote, seemed very happy, indicating that whatever deal management made with him clearly, obviously worked. So with that, Brock legit walked out. For everybody all week that's been saying, it's a swerve. They were trying to get attention. They wanted the attention off of Vince and onto something. No. And that's the dumbest thing they could have done to get attention. To say that because Vince is gone, your biggest star is mad. And gone now too? No. No. Some of these people this week that have been trying to spin the narrative are just dumb. Are just dumb. But what we do know is Brock left. Management stayed in contact with Brock. They offered Brock... Something, and that something was good enough to get the Beast Incarnate back to SmackDown. Now, there are other speculations that maybe Brock has done after SummerSlam, which is tomorrow. Maybe Brock doesn't want to do anything else going forward, but will, you know, be professional and do what he is contracted to do at the moment. So if we do hear anything else on Brock Lesnar's status, Brock Lesnar's status, keep you guys updated. Speaking of WWE, I got a little info from Adweek about WWE's YouTube channel. According to David Cohen at Adweek, WWE intends to focus more on creative content featuring talent in the second half of 2020 year pertaining to their YouTube channel. Part of this new vision will include a relaunch of Shamex Celtic Warrior Workout YouTube channel and some. Of the NFL, Tennessee Titans on Friday alongside SummerSlam Weekend in Nashville. The strategy shift comes after WWE surpassed 70 billion views on YouTube, making it the first sports brand and the seventh channel to do so. Speaking with Adweek, WWE vice President of Digital, Steve uh, Bradband, barband, Steve Barbend, discussed this success saying, quote, "Our success on YouTube is a result." of our entire WWE media team working together to produce content for the platform. Thinking about our highlights, superstar interviews, and exclusive content uh, strategically for distribution on YouTube. Additionally, YouTube itself has been a historically tremendous partner in guiding the success of our channel. Report also notes that WWE's next milestone to hit is 90 million subscribers. They hope to hit that during this weekend, SummerSlam Weekend. So, with that, it looks like WWE will be focusing more on characters, content with the wrestlers on their YouTube and subsequential partner YouTube channels as well going forward. Well, I don't know. They say they're going to bring back more of the Sheamus workout stuff. I don't know what that means for Up, Up, Down, Down. We know they took a hiatus earlier this year. So, really cool to see the WWE is looking at other platforms and other. Areas, maybe not for just revenue, but to get content out there. Because with WWE and YouTube, yeah, they're making good money on YouTube. Like, they're making good money. But when you compare that to all their other deals and all the other money coming in, it's actually not that much. It's good money, but not that much compared to others. As far as others giving them money. Their TV deals, their streaming deals, and so forth. But what YouTube does do well for them is discoverability. Discoverability as far as someone who maybe never seen WWE, maybe hasn't watched it in a little while, maybe hasn't watched it in years, gets recommended a YouTube video from WWE's YouTube channel, sees it and goes, Huh, well, that's interesting. I might go check more of this out. So that is at least in my belief, and from talking with a few others that you know deal in YouTube and stuff, say WWE is not in the YouTube business for money, they make good money. They're not in it for money. That's one of their venues, or their yeah, one of their venues of discoverability. So that's what YouTube is for WWE, helping bring people in, getting people interested, and getting people to watch the product. Whether that is more YouTube, whether that is on Peacock, whether that is on Fox, whether that is on USA USA Network, and so forth. Speaking of different WWE shows and avenues of revenue. One of their newest avenues of revenue, NXT. NXT came along with a TV deal in 2019. And now the show is, I guess you could say, somewhat profitable. Before, just running on the network, it was a loss leader. It was a loss leader for a reason. Now, with all the big changes we've seen over the last year with NXT 2.0, there is some speculation that with Triple H now in charge of creative, we can see some changes made to, I guess you could say, his once baby. According to Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Meltzer states that Triple H is expected to somewhat bring back the NXT black and gold era now that he is in charge of creative, as Meltzer wrote the following. In NXT, the belief was that the product will revert back to somewhat of what Levesque's previous vision of it was. The belief was that while they will continue to heavily recruit top-tier talents, a process Levesque has been a key player in over the past year, that they would be more open to use more experienced wrestlers as well. And that, going forward, the door would be more open to better wrestlers who weren't as big or as good-looking as McMahon wanted on the roster. So this isn't a change of... What's the word I'm looking for? The look. They're not going back to black and gold and colors and the logos and all of that, but the recruiting process. The recruiting process of Vince only wanted college athletes that he can mold into his vision of what a WWE superstar needs to be. Someone without experience that can't have to be retaught. Yet that's what Triple H's NXT was a mix of new guys with no WWE experience, no pro wrestling experience, like a Baron Corbin, for example. Or guys with a plethora of previous wrestling experience, like a Johnny Gargano. You meld those two together, and you're back to where Triple H's vision always was for NXT. A partially new person roster, mixed in with veterans of the indies, teaching each other. Teaching each other. More those veterans teaching the new guys, but hey, hey, Maybe sometimes the new guys can teach the veterans from an athlete standpoint, things they have learned in college athletics or maybe even their short stints in the pros like Baron Corbin who played pro football very briefly. You've got the veterans that can teach these newcomers all they know about wrestling. You have the newcomers that can teach the veterans all they know about collegiate collegiate sports you say, what do you need to know about collegiate sports and pro wrestling? Training. is going to train you like every other sport. WWE, even though they want veterans, they're going to train them as far as at the PC and drills and this and that, cardio and strength training, like other sports do. And so when you bring in athletes from other sports that already has the knowledge of how that kind of training and workout regimens go, then they can help just incorporate other people easier. I mean, that's why Lash Legend may not be good in the ring, may not have much experience in the ring, but is helping out at the tryouts this week because she is good at the drills. She's been a pro athlete. She's been a college athlete. She's done all these types of drills. And so that's why she has actually been helping out at the tryout. But as we move forward, going on talking WWE, we got to talk about an injury, one of WWE's top stars, and that's Montez Ford. Or... Maybe saying injury is a little too harsh, but according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Ford was actually knocked loopy during his tag team match this past Monday on Raw, but he shook it off, continued, and finished the match. It was feared that he may have suffered a broken nose after a spot in the match when he was bleeding. Now, I said at the time, it didn't look like a broken nose to me because he wasn't bleeding a lot, but then it was told to me by my cousin who's a nurse Because her husband listens to the podcast and the reviews and everything. She goes, no, 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 no. Not all broken noses result in a lot of blood. Sometimes they don't bleed at all. And I go, oh, well, learn something new every day. We don't know if Ford did actually suffer a broken nose or not, but that was the fear coming out of the match on Monday. And, well, still good to go. He's still good to go for SummerSlam as they haven't pulled him. But speaking of... Being pulled from SummerSlam. We got to talk about one match that has been pulled from SummerSlam. And that is Seth Rollins versus Riddle. Earlier this week, Wednesday, during the bump, Caleb Braxton and Matt Camp did announce that, well, unfortunately, Riddle is not cleared to compete and has been pulled from SummerSlam. And subsequently, meaning Seth Rollins has been pulled from SummerSlam. They said that he suffered some sort of an injury that is a high-grade, a stinger. Stinger means when you start feeling numbness and stuff in your your joints. Now, Seth Rollins, though, would send out a tweet not long after that, showing his upsetness, I guess you could say, with, with being pulled from the show as Rollins tweeted out, quote, let me see if I can find... I had it here. Now the link's not wanting to load. Let's see if I can just find it straight up from Twitter. From Twitter. Because again, I had the tweet here. Here we go. Found it. Okay. So Seth Rollins tweeted out, For anyone who purchased a ticket to SummerSlam hoping to see me in action, I apologize. I did everything I could over the last six months to earn my spot on this show. But some things are out of my control. Thank you for always signing... Thank you for always singing my song... They'll hear you someday. Now, the word coming out of this is that this is all storyline. 100% storyline. And it is a Triple H call that he wants to push the match to clash, the cash, clash at the castle in September. Neither man are injured. Neither man are hurt. Both or men are fine. Triple H would respond to the tweet of Seth Rollins stating, quote, I hear you. That led to a lot of speculation of, ooh, is Seth still going to work SummerSlam to get a mystery opponent? Are we going to learn something tonight on SmackDown? What is going on with Seth Rollins in SummerSlam? And that is something we still don't know. But what we do know is that Seth Rollins is in Nashville. Seth Rollins was at the tryouts this morning observing. We'll see what all of this means pertaining to if Seth will get a match tomorrow night or not. Now, we still don't know why Triple H wanted this match pushed, why he didn't want the match to take place at SummerSlam. And why he wants it in Cardiff at Clash of the Castle instead. That's still something that is, I guess you could say, a head scratcher. A head scratcher. But before we move forward, we're going to talk about, well, John Cena. And more in the Epic SummerSlam, I guess you could say, partnership. WWE has partnered up with Epic Games for Epic SummerSlam. With that, they have brought the 16-time world champion John Cena... To Fortnite. John Cena is available right now in the item shop on Fortnite, whether that is on your PC, your Xbox, your PlayStation, your Nintendo Switch, and so forth. John Cena, wearing the green gear that he wore last summer and in his match at SummerSlam with Roman Reigns comes in two different variants. One of Cena with a shirt on, and one of Cena without a shirt. The John Cena Fortnite bundle also comes with his championship title back bling. Five-digit slapper pickaxe And the you can't see me emo that plays this theme song when you emo if you are looking to get john cena in fortnite then go do it right now and use code pw unlimited at checkout or in the item store and you're getting them v bucks to purchase the 16 time world champion also yes we have epic summer slam but it doesn't just end at fortnite we also do know that skins of oscar King Woods and The Undertaker have been added to Fall Guys as well as two car wraps for Rocket League, a John Cena car wrap, and a Roman Reigns one. Again, when purchasing any of these through Epic, the Epic Game Store, or the Game Launchers, use code PWUNLIMITED at checkout. Support us for no extra cost. We got all of our WWE news out of the way. We've got everything WWE talked about. Now it's time to talk about May EW... And more. And speaking of AWL, well, mm, gotta talk about more injuries, unfortunately. First off, Dante Martin. First reported by PW Insider, Mike Johnson reported last night, Thursday night, that Dante Martin suffered an injury in his match with some Sammy Guevara this past Wednesday on Dynamite. Backstage and at the hotel after the show, Martin was seen walking around on crutches. It is now known that Martin actually suffered a knee injury in the match. As of right now, the severity of the injury and Martin's timetable for return are unknown. Martin was seen favoring his right knee leg at several points during the later half, latter half of the match, but was still able to fight through it and finish the match with most people not even realizing he was hurt. We do not know, again, how long Dante Martin will be out of action, but this, this really stinks for him, especially the whole top flight team as his brother's already out. So there's now nobody on AEW television keeping the Martin name going right now. His brother is out and expected to be out for at least the rest of the year. He could be out here. Again, we don't know what the injury is. Hopefully it's not a bad knee injury because bad knee injuries, that's a long time. You know, Bailey's been out of action with a bad knee injury. We know Santana suffered a knee injury that's going to keep him out of action for at least eight to 10 months. So again, hopefully Dante Martin is not out too long and him walking on crutches is just a, eh, hey, tweaked it or it's just a slight injury, but well, we will follow this story very closely if we do hear anything further on Dante Martin and him possibly being Severely injured or slightly injured. We know he's injured in some form this week on Dynamite, and we'll keep you updated on what we find out going forward. Speaking of injuries in AEW, we got to talk about, unfortunately, Dax Harwood. Dax Harwood has been working banged up for a while, according to Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer Newsletter, as Meltzer stated, quote, Dax Harwood is the latest AEW wrestler working with a torn labrum. After the Briscoes match, he came out of it with a swollen eye, a stiff neck, and his bad shoulder got worse. Now, speaking of saying the latest, working with a torn labrum, Adam Cole's dealing with a torn labrum right now as well. Adam Cole will be on Dynamite next week, but still not cleared to compete. And now Dax is going to be working through a torn labrum. Meltzer stated. The day after Death Before Dishonor, swollen eye, stiff neck, fucked up shoulder. Keep or no, Harwood stated on social media, the "Day after death before dishonor, Bull and eye, stiff neck, fucked up shoulder, but you keep going. All for the love of the game. Again, Harwood isn't the only AEW wrestler working with a torn labrum, or, or I should say, has worked this year with a torn labrum. Adam Cole is dealing with one, but said he doesn't need surgery. I think he tore that in the hangman match second one so unfortunately Dax Harwood is out. well not out we don't know if he's out 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 but we know that he's hurt Dax is someone that may continue to work hurt unless doctors tell him not to hence like Adam Cole Adam Cole was willing to continue to work hurt until doctors told him no you need time off Because with Cole it was you take the time off or you're gonna end up hurting it worse to where you need surgery Take the time off, and you may not need surgery. Now, with Dax, they've got three belts. They've got those ROH belts. They've got those IWGP belts. They've got those AAA belts. He can't afford to go down with an injury right now at all. Now, when it comes to injuries in AEW, many have asked the question, what happens when a wrestler is out with an injury? What happens to their contract? In WWE, if you're out for a significant amount of time, they add it to the back end of your contract, and hmm, looks like Tony Khan is doing the same thing as Dave Meltzer wrote the latest in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. If you are wondering if when guys are out of action in AEW, or if you are wondering if when guys are out of action, if AEW can extend their contracts like WWE does, their contracts to, uh, their contracts to allow for that And it has happened. So basically Meltzer is saying that just like WWE, if someone is injured for an extended period of time, AEW is allowed per their contracts to add that time to the back end and that they have done it. Now, we don't know who they have done it for, but that they have done it. Now, when trying to think of different wrestlers who have been out injured for a significant amount of time, we know Darius Martin, for one, twice now. Kip Sabian, but he's there every week just not being used, so I don't know if you can say time's been added to his contract. Miro was out late last year dealing with some injuries. Kenny Omega has been out dealing with injuries. So, any of those people could have had time added to their contract due to being out with injuries, and just like WWE does, they're gonna add them. They're gonna add it if they can. And they can. Now we're talking about People that just suffered injuries or are currently dealing with injuries and wrestling through them. But we've got some news, non-AEW, about one wrestler who may be almost ready to come back. That's Matt Cardona, who's always ready and almost 100%. While speaking about his injury to wrestling shoot interviews, Matt Cardona stated stated the following quote, I will not get back in the ring unless I'm 100% right now. If there was something going down with Ric Flair's last match, and they said, hey, Matt, the card got shuffled. We need you to wrestle Ric Flair. All right. I'd boot, I'd boot those boots on. I'd put that baby oil on and wrestle. But I'm not risking it for anything less until I'm 100%. We're getting there. I'm almost 100%, but I'm not there yet. Now, Cardona is set to be part of the GCW Homecoming Part 2 event, where he is set to renew his wedding vows with wife Chelsea Green. But again, not going to compete on the card. He's not going to wrestle. We're going to have to wait a little bit longer before we see Matt Cardona wrestling again in a ring. Finally, a little quick note. Watch Impact last night. Because if you did, you may have seen a former NXT champion make a cameo in Johnny Gargano. Yes, Johnny Gargano did appear last night on Impact Wrestling on Access TV, but according to Fightful, it's nothing. Gargano, who's currently the most high-profile free agent in all of pro wrestling right now, appeared last night in a surprise appearance for Impact Wrestling. He appeared in a video package talking about veteran Alex Shelley, which led to some speculation of, oh my God, is he going to Impact? Oh my God, what does this mean for him going back to WWE? And it means nothing. Basically, according to a new report from Fightful, it is just Gargano doing a favor for a friend. Just helping out Alex Shelley in the build to his world title match with Josh Alexander. That's all it is. That's all it is. He's not going to Impact. He's not working in a program for Impact. He's not working in Match for Impact. All it is is Johnny Gargano said some nice words about Alex Shelley. Last night on Impact in a video that he recorded at home and sent in. That's all it was. For everyone that kept asking me all night. Is Johnny going to Impact? Is Johnny going to Impact? That's why I threw this in here. Real quick hit. No. Johnny's not going to Impact as far as we know. He just appeared. It's just like when The Rock sent in a video for Ken Shamrock to Impact. He ain't going and working for Impact. He did something for a friend. But as we do wrap things up here because well that's all the news we're not done yet we're not done yet because well we've got SummerSlam predictions yes ladies and gentlemen we're doing them right here right now summer slam or as former nascar driver Elliot sadler would say the summer slam that the summer slam predictions coming up right here let me pull up the exact card so i get it all 100 hunky dory So far, we have eight matches. All right, let's SummerSlam predictions. So tomorrow night from Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee, is WWE SummerSlam. So far, eight matches have been announced for the show, and I'm going to run it down and give you my predictions for those eight matches. You may say, here, I thought it was nine. Well, in case you didn't hear, Seth Rollins and Riddle off the show. Now we only know of eight. Now remember, this is Friday morning before SmackDown. More matches could get announced tonight on SmackDown, but as of right now, Friday morning, we only know of eight. So let's run them all down. First off, we do know that Logan Paul will be taking on The Miz. And think this one's kind of obvious. Let's say Logan Paul picks up the victory here. I'm going to go the Paulster, the Paul bud, the Paul bro. In another celebrity match, Pat McAfee will be taking on Baron Corbin or Happy Corbin, whatever you want to call him. And I'm going to say McAfee picks up the victory. I'm going to go Pat McAfee. In a notice qualification tag team match, we do know that the Mysterios will be taking on the Judgment Day. Now, this one's actually a tough one for me. I'm not sure about this one. And of all the matches on the card, this one... Now, Rollins and Riddle was as well hard for me to predict, but this one now may be the hardest for me to predict. But because it's so hard for me to predict, I'm going to go the route that most fans don't want to see, and I'm going to say Judgment Day. I'm going to say Judgment Day picks up the victory. As we move on to our title matches with the United States Championship on the line, Bobby Lashley will be defending against Theory. I'm going to go and say Bobby Lashley retains. Bobby Lashley retains the title. With the SmackDown Women's Championship on the line, Liv Morgan will be defending against Ronda Rousey. Too soon to take the title off of Liv, so I'm going to go Liv Morgan. That's my prediction. With the Raw Women's Championship on the line, Bianca Belair will be defending against Becky Lynch. and You have to go, Bianca. You have to go, Bianca. It's a full-year storyline capping off with Bianca getting the revenge. You could say she got her revenge at WrestleMania when she beat Becky for the title and took the title from Becky, but this is the full year culmination of Becky stole the belt from you last year at SummerSlam. Becky thinks she can do the same again this year at SummerSlam, but Bianca he's ready this time and not gonna let it happen. With a unified WWE Tag Team Championships on the line, the Usos are defending against the Street Profits as Jeff Jarrett, will be serving as special guest referee. And I'm going to say, Usos retain. I could see this match going either way, either way, either way, either way, but I'm going to go and say, Usos retain. And finally, with the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship on the line, it's Roman Reigns defending against Brock Lesnar in a last man standing match. They say it's the last time these two are going to fight. We'll see that. They've done that with Brock and Undertaker before, and then they had another match. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. But as far as who comes out, the champion or the champ champ, because you got the two belts. Gonna say Roman. I'm gonna say the Bloodline walks out of SummerSlam with all their gold because tomorrow, Brock will have, or Roman will hold the belt 699 days. Sunday, will be day 700. Why cut it one day short? Go day 700. Also, I'd rather see Drew and Roman in Clash of the Castle for the belt than Drew and Brock. We've already seen Drew and Brock for the title, before for a title. It's not giving me Drew and Roman for a title. Plus, we got the dynamic of last time we saw Drew and Roman at a big event, Drew was the heel, Roman was the baby face. Now that's shifted, and I really want to see that. I really want to see how they play it with Roman now the heel and Drew the baby. And I know everyone's going to ask, do you think there's a a cash-in tomorrow night? If there is, it's going to be a failed one. Honestly, I think when Theory cashes in, he's going to fail, plain and simple. Maybe tomorrow, maybe down the line, but I don't think Theory successfully cashes in. It's been five years since the last failed cash-in, Baron Corbin, and I think we're due. I think we're due for a failure. But with that, guys, those are my predictions for SummerSlam tomorrow night. Remember, we will be live following SummerSlam on the PW Unlimited Twitch channel live, recapping and reviewing the entire show after it takes place. But with that, guys, that's going to do it. That's going to wrap everything up for the wrap-up. We do have Friday Night Smackdown tonight. We do know of five things. Not five things. I don't know why I said five things. Three things taking place on tonight's show. we got Lacey Evans versus Aaliyah. The New Day versus the Viking Raiders. And a Donny Brook match. It's McIntyre, Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus, where the winner will move on to clash at the castle to face the fight for the Undisputed Championship. Now, I could be wrong here, but I think there's a mini chance this match gets pushed 24 hours and takes place tomorrow at SummerSlam. I think there's a minuscule but possibility, minuscule possibility, but possibility. match takes place tomorrow. So, with that, guys, I want to say thank you if you are watching live right here twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited, or if you're watching and listening later, whether that's youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited or podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, and so much more. Again, we will be back live tonight for Friday Night Smackdown. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. It's SummerSlam weekend. I'll see you next time. Have a good one, guys.